Well, I'm not a crook. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. I have a dream. All I ask of our brethren is that they take their feet off our necks. It transcends the senses. This is Murder of Grey. I'm Christian. I'm Chris. And this is the Murder of Grey podcast. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining in on this conversation this week. We have had quite a few serious uh, episodes these last couple weeks, and we wanted to kind of go back to our roots of the goofiness, the silliness, the awkward, the spiraling discord of Reddit. Uh, so we found some Reddit dilemmas and a Reddit am I the asshole to deliver to you guys this week because, you know, sometimes you need a little bit of lightheartedness to continue on with some of the more punchier, hard-hitting topics out there. Because, yeah, we've done quite a few <laughs> pretty tough ones lately. <laughs> and I think both of our brains needed a little bit of a break. But don't worry, we found some very interesting, tough ones that have a lot of different avenues that these stories go down and they are pretty interesting in our opinion they i don't know some of these are a little weird and i I don't understand the thought process of human beings and i think that's the most interesting thing to come out of reddit honestly the more i read especially from like reddit dilemmas or moral dilemmas the just like the little things that you think you would just do as a basic human being right and everyone's just like oh no i didn't do that So it's just kind of strange. So I figure, why don't we just jump right into this first topic real quick, because it's a little bit of a story uh, and and there's a little bit of background behind it. And so then we can kind of discuss it. So here we go. This is from Reddit poster, uh, Vital Edition. Interesting name, there you go. Uh, So it is, please help, moral dilemma. It's a personal, personal dilemma. So I took up a cash job for an older guy water or older guy watering plants for one hour a day. For one week I was doing this for him. He is almost 70 and he had me come in his house a few times and it was gross. Trash everywhere, flies and ants everywhere, two dogs running around that look pretty sad and dog poop on the ground in every room. Honestly, I shouldn't have gone in there because it was probably a risk to my health, but he needed help with his Wi-Fi. So I reset the router and voila, I went back to watering. So apparently his wife left him one year ago and he's kind of messed up. We chit chat for or we chit chat for a bit and I feel bad for him, like really bad. But honestly, all I could think about was swallowing a fly. So I rushed the combo to get outside. Next day, or yeah, next day goes by and it's around noon. He texts me 911 ASAP, call me emergency. So I pick up the phone and ring him. He answers and tells me since he sleeps on a chair that he fell over and broke seven ribs in the middle of the night and lied there for three hours until he got his phone. 
So I come in the next day, <laughs> come in the next day, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> and he's just wailing in pain and ordering me around being a dick, <laughs> which I understand, but I couldn't stand how disgusting the situation was. Uh, he had a piss bottle in his hand and dropped it all over himself when I tried to hand him a water bottle and just cussed me out <laughs> at that point. The situation was too overwhelming for me to handle and I just left. What the fuck do I do? The dogs aren't healthy and he can't take care of himself. He doesn't have family and I work a full-time job. Please don't make me feel worse about the situation than I already do. Give me some real advice, like some people that I can call to get the situation better. Oh boy, what a loaded story that is. So obviously we have a hoarding situation here, right? Mm -hmm. That's kind of what it feels. It's the vibe I'm getting. But okay hang on like i think you caught on to the awkward part of this story right so he yep. says that he fell out of the chair and broke seven ribs first of all how do you know that that's very specific second of all the first person he calls or he doesn't even call he just texts is this person who's watering the, their plants why doesn't he just call 911 and say yeah i broke seven ribs thirdly you came in the next day after he got to you at night <laughs> <laughs> After I mean, he said he broke you're sleeping. Yeah, but come on, man. Like, uh, I guess, oh, maybe he didn't see the text or they didn't see the text until the morning. It's but, around noon he texts me. Oh, never mind. Wait a minute. Yeah. 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 It's around noon he texts me 911 ASAP, call me emergency, pick up the phone, ring him. He answers and tells me that he sleeps on the there. He broke seven ribs in the middle of the night and lied there for three hours. So I come in the next day. So he texted them at noon. He fell the night before, and then you came in the next day. <laughs> like there's, there's no wonder a, he pissed in a bottle. Jesus. Yeah, there's a lot of weird timeline issues there. And no wonder there was dog poop on the floor whenever you came in there, because he couldn't get up. He's laying there for a day, like over a day, right? Like it, But the whole time, if he had his phone, I, I still don't understand why he didn't just call 911. That's my maybe, maybe main he's like I don't know. Sometimes older people like if they find if they they trust someone more than like a doctor, you know, they'd be more willing to call. Maybe like I don't know. You would think it's like he said literally nine one one. Ace. It's like why don't you just call nine one one? You know, if you broke a rib, it's not like this dude's gonna be able to fix it for you. Like if you fell and you can't get up. And you don't want to pay a hospital bill. Okay. I understand calling this person, but if you think you broke something, you should probably go to the hospital. Like, yeah, seriously. But at the same time, this, this gardener, he shouldn't feel bad because that's not what he signed up for. He literally just signed up for gardening unless somewhere in the fine print of the post, it said like, you also need to help take care of any responsibilities around the house. But it doesn't sound like that was said. So, I mean, this guy is just being nice. But yeah. at the same time, like, I don't know. Like, I mean, if I was in a situation where I'm helping someone and they asked for the help with the Wi-Fi, I'd be like, okay, like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll help out because it's like a quick, simple little thing. But at the same time, like, if I would have saw the text message, I would have just called 911. Like, right away. Yeah. Right away, 100%. So I'm like, maybe this person 
you know, is incapable of calling or, you know, they, they don't want to talk on the phone. So I'm like, okay, I'll call for him. Like, yeah, maybe he's afraid that if people like emergency services came into his house, they would be like, oh my God, we need to take these animals away for endangerment and like all that kind of stuff. Like maybe that could be a reason. He could be afraid. He could be afraid of protective services. Yeah, that's very true. Especially they sound sick. Like they'll, they'll see that and they'll make a call, you know? And I understand when you're older, like you don't want to lose your little family you have left, like your animals. But yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I think. Like, I don't know. It, it's, it might dropping be, the like, piss ball kind of sucks. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty gross. <laughs> like, I, I just keep thinking, like, okay, if he's calling the person that he hired to water his plants, then there really is no one else around, right? Like, his wife mm-hmm. left him, all that stuff. So he probably is in a very heavy state of depression. And maybe he just let the house go after that, right? Like, it's been a year. It Maybe it's not as bad as his posters makes it seem it is. Uh, but I mean, there is protective services. He is 70 years old. Um, and okay, so apparently there were some updates to this post. Uh, and the poster assumes that he called the cops or something because somehow he ended up in the hospital and back in his home, hence why they went back the next day. So they're not oh. 100% sure what exactly happened. But so apparently, according to the poster, they did go to the hospital, and that's why they know they broke seven ribs, came back, and then, yeah. But it's weird, though, still, hmm. because if he did call, then why was the message, you know, 911, call me emergency, right, at noon, if he had already gone to the hospital? Maybe he just wanted attention right away. Maybe. That's possible. I could totally see that. I mean, if you want something really bad, all you gotta say is nine one one, call me now, and anyone's gonna answer. You know? Yeah, that's very true. I mean, that's pretty bold of this seventy year old man, and pretty impressive as far as texting goes, right? <laughs> In my that's opinion. what I'm thinking. I'm like, if, damn. If they had that much of a hard time. Like, I don't know. Like, they had a hard time with the Wi Fi, but they can send out a pretty emergency, you know, text message like that. That's pretty impressive. Right, this is how he gets people to do things. He's like, 911, Jeopardy's almost on. You got to hurry over. You know, like, <laughs> this is the kind of person that's going to use that 911 line for everything. Yeah. It's kind of smart. Yeah, that's I so do that. weird. I know, right? I was, I'm going to start putting 911 in front of everything just to scare the shit out of people. <laughs> I'm going to call my work, be like, I can't come into work. Please call 911. I think, uh, I think my car flipped over. I think my car flipped over. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I can't I'm tell. not sure, but I think it is. But yeah. I still need you to call 911 for me. I've been practicing my handstands, and I don't know if my car's upside down. Has something <laughs> happened? <laughs> I'm just perpetually stuck in this upside down. I, I, I watched the Stranger Things season four, and I'm in the upside down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know, man. This is a weird one. And the piss bottle thing kind of makes sense. It, it, like, yeah, if if the original story panned out the way that it was posted, like, the Reddit poster, like, is really adamant because apparently they were getting called out a lot for, like, why the hell didn't you call the cops? Because that is my instant reaction. Why the hell didn't you just call the cops, right? Mm-hmm. But 
apparently they're very adamant that, oh, he had gone to the hospital. And then whenever he got back, that's whenever he texted them. It's like, mm. yeah, but it still seems so weird. I, I just don't really understand that. So, yeah, it's it's yeah, tough. Yeah, apparently the I don't know, man, it's just a lot. And it's something like something so messed up about claiming that, oh, he was ordering me around like a dick. Right. Like it's like he just broke seven ribs and he probably was just saying like very blunt at the situation. Like, have you ever been in pain and had to ask for something? You're going to use the least amount of words possible (laughs) and be very direct. Yeah, you're, you're gonna yell. You're gonna like it. It just makes sense. Like there's, there's this dude that's been coming in lately. Like he he's super nice, like at work. And I guess like he hurt his hand or something. It, it looks pretty messed up. Like he has a cast and everything. And he came in one day and he was just like angry, you know. Like he wasn't his like carefree, cool self. Like this dude was like pissed mm-hmm. and. You know, he wasn't totally rude to, like, one of the employees, but, like, he was very sharp. You know, like, he wasn't his carefree self. He was very, like, it. I don't want to say typical old person attitude, but, like, it just not very, like, joking with the way they talk. Yeah. Very direct. He was more blunt. Very yeah. stern. Yeah, blunt. And then, like, he came in, like, you know, week or two later and because i talk to this dude sometimes he's like yeah i've just been in a lot of pain i'm trying to do without pain medication and stuff i'm like oh that kind of makes sense why he was pissy because i mean dude if you're in pain you're gonna be pissy yeah that's tough that's a lot to deal with and if you have seven broken ribs come on man that's insane yeah that's like half your fucking rib cage yeah that's that's tough like that's pain every time you take a breath right there yeah 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 i don't know i would definitely i i think that this person is just being a judgy asshole in my opinion that's no point yeah yeah (laughs) they're to put it bluntly (laughs) yeah to put it very bluntly you're a snowflake calm down (laughs) if you don't want to help them call somebody to help them call 911 there's adult caregivers you can figure that out that's Guarantee he too. got information from the hospital that it supposedly he went to. That's the thing. There's adult caregivers like that. They exist for a reason. Yeah, seriously. I'm surprised that the hospital didn't. I bet the hospital did probably offer something. But yeah. Yeah. He's like, no, I know this other person that comes to water my plants. They can be my supervisor. <laughs> yeah. He probably just said, I have somebody, you know, because yeah. he didn't want to make a fuss. So. Yeah, look at it from this guy's perspective. He's probably very beat, you know, not just physically, but emotionally as well. After losing his wife and everything. Oh, yeah. You know, you're his only source of maybe human contact in a while. Like, it just kind of makes sense. Exactly. People forget that. You know, think about like with COVID and stuff. A lot of people out there, like when you work retail or even service industry. And some people just fucking excuse my language, won't shut up when they talk to you. Like they just keep talking and talking and talking. And you're like, Oh my God, I'm the kind of person like, I I like talking to people, but then I'm like, I need to shut off. I need to dip into my quiet space and do my own thing. Right. Yeah. But 
I know a lot of people with COVID, they lock themselves off away from the world and they're very sociable people. So when they go to the store or even if you're like out walking somewhere and they, and you say hi and then it's like, oh, now I'm going to talk to them for 30 minutes. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh God. But, you know, I look at it as like, maybe I'm the only person they spoke to the whole day, maybe the whole week. You know, you never know. And I don't know, even if it is annoying, if it makes them happy and keeps them through another day without getting like severely depressed. I don't know. That's kind of cool. You know, I know my way is to shut off my brain and just say, uh huh. Yeah. 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 Wow. You know, like, right. Just to give them that sense of acknowledgement. Yeah. It's people want to be acknowledged and. This is a fairly new post. So yeah, this is like at the in the heart of it, right? So that's just tough. And he's 70, man. Like he just needs someone to talk to. He doesn't have the internet. Yeah, he, obviously. Well he does. He has Wi Fi. Oh now he has Wi Fi, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> at least you <laughs> did that for him. <laughs> All right. I think it's time to shift into the next little Reddit post we have here. So this is from Reddit user CMV1972. Thank you for letting us know how old you are. Appreciate it. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) So it's how to handle fake bereavement issue. Okay, so just reading that title alone really got me. I was like, oh, man, what a tough thing. Because I remember like when I was younger, like, oh, cool. Like you get two days bereavement for, you know, work. Like you always had the idea in the back of your head. It's like, oh, well, I'll just say somebody died and I'll, you know, get a couple of days off work. But apparently yeah. this person in the workplace did actually do that and took it too far. And this is from the perspective of their boss who is now trying to deal with that. So. Here's the deal. Several months ago, an employee, around 60-year-old male, uh, told us his around 90-year-old female mother passed away, was given bereavement leave, donations collected from fellow employees, etc. Has been out for a couple days, um, couple days due to being COVID positive and expected to return to work next week. So today, his mother, the one who passed away, called to talk to his supervisor. She was worried about him because she hasn't seen him in a few days and wondered if he was coming home or coming into work or if he has been shacked up with that no good woman again. According to her, that was the mother's words. (laughs) So as soon as he returns, uh, we're going to let him go. No dilemma there. And if he lied or if he lie about that. Uh, He will obviously lie to us about anything. And now, of course, also suspect of his COVID plus claim this week. Okay, so that's like halfway through. And I'm sorry, like from a manager perspective, like you have you are not an investigator, right? Like you are not like if someone says this, like you are not allowed to look into this stuff. If someone calls out for work, they don't have to give you a reason. They just Mm -hmm. have to say, you know, like, oh, I'm not coming in today. You're not allowed to ask for a reason. It's not okay. So, like, already this person is going way too far and thinking that they're an investigator. But anyway, so the dilemma is how how do I tell him we know his mother is alive and we're firing him due to the fraudulent, fraudulent bereavement claim without letting on that she called us? I don't personally know her, but the supervisor who spoke with her does and was going on about what a sweet but frail lady she is, and she is very afraid of her son. Apparently, he drinks a lot and is a mean drunk, although has never physically harmed her. 
So we slash I don't want to indirectly be the cause of a 90-year-old sweet lady suffering through much trauma just because she was concerned about her asshole son, even though he's at least 60 himself. He has to go. No question there. Just don't know how to have that conversation when he denies it and sticks by his story that she died. She did pass away. I'd never lie about something like that. What makes you think she's alive? Right now, my plan is to simply say we know and leave it at that, refusing to engage in answering any questions about how I know, but I see it leading back to her and her getting lots of emotional abuse. Best case. Just because she was concerned about someone. So really just looking for ideas to let him know he's termed, this is why, but not, or, but in no way drag her into it. Oh boy. Hmm. This is a tough one. And honestly, like, once again, you're not a private investigator. And I, like, can you terminate someone over a fraudulent bereavement leave? Because you shouldn't be really looking into that anyway. And if someone calls, like, just because, I don't know. That's a little weird to me. But then also there's the idea here where, so he went on the bereavement leave claiming that his mother had passed away, right? But then his supervisor apparently knows her and, you know, speaks to her character. So how, (laughs) if he knows her, then why is, like, how does he not know that she's not dead? has passed away right like it's just there's a lot of things there where i'm just like wait a minute what and then just because he lied about that like now you're claiming that he's lying about having covid just because he wants some extra days off work like it's just kind of there's a lot to this and like so they're they are 100 going to terminate this person like they've already made up their mind and now they're just trying to figure out like oh uh how do we do it without causing a stink you know it's easy like one well i mean so as an employer like what he could do is don't bring it up at all and just say uh as of today we are terminating you on the day he comes back and just mm-hmm. leave it at that that would be i think the only correct way of doing this because if you instigate and ask like that's one not your place two i think there might be a little bit of a legal issue there as well. Um, and it's like, cause you don't know. I mean, uh, someone in the comment was like, Oh, what if it's like his stepmom or, mm-hmm. you know, not his biological mom or something like, like what if it's someone that cares for him? I mean, yes, it, it sucks when people lie about that kind of stuff, especially like bereavement, you know, it's, it's a little bit different, but at the same time, like, there's nothing your employer can really do other than just, you know, firing him, but without really going into detail about it. Right. Like, yeah, but how I mean, do you, is, can you actually fire somebody for that? Because it's not like you can ask for a death certificate, right? Like if, whenever someone goes on bereavement, you don't ask for that stuff because that's not, ethically okay to ask for those things and if they do like now all of a sudden ask for this guy's you know where's the death certificate to prove your bereavement then like that seems a little insane because now they have to do that for every single person after them or else they can face a huge lawsuit or every person Mm -hmm. before him as well right like this guy can turn it around and just be like hey 
why are you asking me this for this information and not this other person? I'm going to sue the hell out of you. And now every person who's ever gone on bereavement has to find and file a, you know, death certificate. And, you know, like, here's the thing. Like, what if a cousin died that isn't in the state? You weren't super close to them, but you are attending the funeral and you need a couple days to go out of state to go to the funeral, right? Like, are you no. really going to call your uncle or aunt and be like, hey, my work is asking for the death certificate. Can you guys email that to me? It's like, no, I'm not going to ask that. That's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's no way that's okay. And here's another thing, too. Like, like you mentioned, like, what if it is his stepmom, right, that did pass away? And this is, might be his, like, actual mother that's still alive, right? Like, I have a stepmother and I have a stepfather. I have two sets of parents. I'm lucky that way, I guess. But like, you know, if my stepmother passed away, I'm not going to say, oh, Melissa, you know, whatever, she's no longer with us. Like, I'm no, I'm going to say my mom passed away, right? Like, and yep. it, your job has no right to ask for that information. That's just horrible. Well, another thing, too, is that He's if also not, 60. Let him take the day off. <laughs> that's the thing, too, right? Like, for me, here's my issue with sick days and stuff like that. You need a mental health day sometimes, right? Like, it to me, it's fine to call into a job and be like, hey, I'm not feeling too well. I can't come in. And obviously, they're not supposed to ask you why. But, you know, it's like, for me, even if I'm not, like physically sick if i'm mentally not feeling well i won't go into work yeah, you know there's there's nothing fine. wrong especially if you have a sick pay there's no reason or no problem in calling out it sucks for the people on duty you know like if there's no one there for work but y you have that right yeah to call out and i mean bereavement pay that's that's a little bit heavier but i mean if he hasn't done it before then it's not really an issue. Like if he did bereavement pay again for something else, then that would that could be seen as suspicious, right? Like I'm not saying it's not common for a person to go on bereavement pay like, I don't know, twice in a year or something, because you know, I, I know people that on bereavement pay for their animals, their pets, you mm -hmm. know? But Which is only that, a California thing apparently. So Yeah. It's kinda weird. Yeah, that's not anywhere else, but I don't know. Uh, there was one thing. I'm trying to think what I was going to say. Oh, um, the one thing that kind of pisses me off about this, though, is like, so when you look in the comments, apparently this happened five months ago. Right. And that's why people, he's like, well, how would I do, how would I ask for a death certificate it's like five months ago? And they're like, oh, like you could say HR wants to do a audit check that they would need to see a death certificate. And I'm like, that's a slippery slope. I'm like, yeah. I, I have known a few people that work HR and I, I don't think that's really a thing. It's not. Because it's like, why would they ever ask? Like, Yeah, like it, it's privacy. You know, like you can't just ask for proof. I mean, for being sick, yeah, it makes sense. Or for, you know, COVID, you could be like, oh, well, can I see a positive test? Well, but, you are required to send in a test. 
because you have to send in a test to return to work or yeah. you at least had to in the past because yeah. i remember that where like if i ever like had was going to go get tested for covid they wanted me to send the results instantly as soon as i get them right like that's something different so the covid leave stuff like they can't be questioning that at all because if they are in a working establishment then they should be keeping record of those tests especially mm -hmm. since it's a global pandemic right it makes sense but the bereavement stuff like the only reason why i could see them getting kind of suspicious of it and you know all that stuff is there is a difference between sick pay and bereavement leave right bereavement leave mm -hmm. doesn't come from you right you earn your sick pay but yeah. bereavement is from the company itself so they're helping you out in the times right so they're giving you some extra money there so i guess i could see that where it's like yeah okay that could be considered time fraud which is a you know a fireable offense okay i get that i was a manager i totally understand where that's coming from but if this happened five months ago, I'm not looking into it. No, like yeah. it's it's done. It's in the past. We're moving forward from here. And if, I mean, if I wasn't smart enough or if I didn't have the policy in place to ask for positive COVID results and we're just going off a of word of mouth, that's on us, too. Right. This is not on yeah. that employee at all. Like not even 100. Not at all. And honestly, like this to go on a little bit of a tangent rant real quick, like just to throw this out there. Sick pay needs to be changed. It can't, it should not be called sick pay anymore because that's putting a weird mentality on it. Like you mentioned, you need a personal mental health day. That's fine. You earn that time. And some people feel like negative or they have an issue with using their sick pay for a personal health day or, but it should just be called like, you know, personal pay or whatever it may be, right? Like it's your, it's just PT, right? It's just personal time. It's what you earned, which would be separate from your vacation time, which is how mm -hmm. it should be. But I think calling it sick pay is where we start getting that weird issue there where I've had some managers who and I've no, I've worked with managers who really look at sick pay as sick pay. If that person is not like deathly ill, then they need to get their button to work like that is their opinion of sick pay when really like. Okay, they might not have a fever, but maybe they're having a panic attack. And do you really need someone here who's having a panic attack right now? Right? Or like, what if they're going through about a depression? That's fine. Like, let them do their thing. Like, they need that mm -hmm. time to decompress, to handle themselves, collect themselves, and then come into work whenever they're ready to work. Right? Like, and it, we have the attendance policies in place where if you are, and most businesses have this, if you miss three consecutive shifts, without a note from a doctor and a doctor could be a psychiatrist as well that is a doctor right so like there is ways to like it, it's just the wording itself sick pay it, it just has that like bad taste in people's mouth and it it gives like managers a weird power trip where it's like oh you're not really sick you don't have a fever you're not throwing up get into work right like it, it's it's a weird mentality and i i feel like that that landscape is starting to change a little bit, especially with the focus of mental health lately these days, um, mm -hmm. which is great. But there's still a lot of, I would say, like old school management styles that don't adhere to that thought process. And that's where I think this problem lies. And to have it in your mind that like, oh, we're going to terminate this guy as soon as he shows back up, no matter what, no questions asked, he's already fired. Like that's, that's tough. That's not something that's not okay. And then also, I think going on Reddit and exposing this kind of stuff is even worse. <laughs> yeah.
that that's what's wrong. Like he should have just gone straight to his HR department if he had questions. Like he shouldn't be asking this question on the internet. Yeah. You know, like this is a topic for HR. Yeah. But going back to what you were saying with, you know, the sick pain stuff. Um, so at my work, there's, uh, I don't say new supervisor been here for months, but, um, someone that I work with, like she's been getting overwhelmed in her department and, you know, like she does, she works hard, but you know, there was like a situation the other day where she just wasn't, you know, feeling it mentally right mm -hmm. and she was like hey i need to leave early and instead of being like okay i hope you feel better he's like do you think you're capable of this job or you think you can handle this job and it's like that's why would you horrible. say that especially right then at that moment that's horrible yeah it's like why oh, why would you question that if someone's not feeling something like it's not your place to i don't know think you know the answer like it's just i don't know like and i understand a lot of supervisors have that mentality where it's like they don't see like mental health as a reason to go home yeah but yeah, i mean horrible. hopefully that changes but yeah and actually speaking of that like just as to end it kind of like on a higher note too my job that i'm currently at which is pretty nice for the holiday weekend here they actually uh donated uh, time to people's time cards um, oh, and wow. it was varied on different levels but like for full-time employees they actually donated 16 hours of time to us and they said if you would like to take you know have a long weekend and take Friday and Saturday or Friday and Monday off then you know that time's already been paid to you it's already wow. been given to you yeah so that was actually pretty cool so a lot of people obviously are taking that up and you know and just appreciating the little like mental health break, which is really, really cool. So like there are yes. businesses out there that are, you know, doing things in the right direction, like or moving in the right way and actually making it seem like they stand behind their people. Right. And I think that's something very important to think about. And for the ones for the part time people, they even got time allotted to them as well, which is really, mm. really nice. So it's, you know, they're trying to help out everyone in the company which is really cool. And they're actually, they're doing something too, even for retirement that I think is insane that they are matching a certain percentage of your yearly pay and just putting it into your retirement fund. And it is it kind of, it's an huh. insane percentage. Like, it's insane not like 50, 50. No, so they don't match, but what they'll do is I think it's 12% oh, of your year, 12% of your yearly income goes right into your retirement. Oh, wow. Which is pretty substantial, you know? Yeah. Like, that's that's a huge, that's much better than just match-match, right? You're not required mm -hmm. to put anything in. It's just for being an employee, we are going to put 12% of your income into your retirement fund. Damn. Which is crazy. So crazy. Yeah. Apparently, this is something they did before COVID. They had to lower it because of, you know, the loss of money for the company. But now they're going back up to that. They're trying to hit that range again in the next couple months. So I was like, holy That's crap. That's crazy. Yeah, it's impressive. It just really makes you feel like, okay, yeah, you guys understand. So it's really cool. It's so, like to and I'm not going to drop the names of the company. I mean, I'm sure people who listen can probably decipher where I work. But the thing is, is that like 
this is a huge company. It's a worldwide company. And if someone on that level can actually do that and find a way to make that feasible, every company can do that. They can figure out how to make sure that their people are taken care of, especially right now, whenever like turnaround is so high, you want to make sure that you're keeping people happy and, you know, making sure everyone's okay mentally and physically. So something different. All right. I think it is time for the am I the asshole question of the week. And this one is interesting. So it's not as like dark, gruesome or whatever silly as some of them. But this one does have some very interesting connections to our current timeline. And it has an interesting outcome. I'm kind of curious about this. There's a lot of deep seated things in here. I have some questions for this couple um, about their actual level of connectivity <laughs> as people because it, it, there is some interesting stuff there but let's just dive right into it so this is from reddit poster throw throw our a no news for kids yeah no news for throw kids. away account yeah oh throw away i'm an idiot <laughs> thank you <laughs> throw away account no news for kids <laughs> i got you <laughs> i'm an idiot anyway so am i the asshole for asking my wife not to watch the news in front of our seven-year-old son despite letting him watch terminator i love that connection <laughs> so <laughs> all right so, <laughs> so we are a family uh we as a family like to watch a movie every saturday night Sometimes we will watch R-rated movies if I've seen it before and I think it's okay for our son to watch. One of those movies was Terminator. We've still only let him see a few, though. So they are regulating which movies that he's allowed to watch. And at seven-year-old, I, I was watching R-rated movies with my mom, too. Whatever. It happens. Same. Anyway, so the issue came when I saw that he was watching the news with my wife. I later pulled her aside and told her that I think the news is a bit much for him. The station she watches is very sensationalist and partisan. I don't want our son to become anxious and depressed as so many children exposed to the news are. He's also seven, so I don't think he has the critical thinking skills to question whether what the news anchors say is true or not. He's very mm -hmm. trusting, and I feel that letting him watch the news could radicalize him as a result. My wife thinks it's completely ridiculous to let him watch action movies, but not the news, since the news technically has less inappropriate content. The argument got a bit heated, and we haven't talked since. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. And this is actually posted 20 hours ago. So this is very fresh. So they haven't talked for 20 hours, and we need to help this couple out. Stat. <laughs> and okay so r-rated movies versus the news gut instinct where do you lie on this who's the asshole here i could see fixes for both of these issues and that's why i'm like i don't really know because i feel like at one point they both are and another point neither they just don't know how to i don't say parent you know it's not my job to tell someone their parenting isn't the greatest um, but I feel because I am considered a parent now, I can talk shit. So, yeah, you have every right to. Um, <laughs> um, you know, it, I don't, I wouldn't really want my kid watching the news, but if they did watch the news, I would want to be there and I don't want to say describe, but I want to, you know, answer their questions if they haven't, right? Answer their questions. I mean, seven years old is kind of young to be into the news. Like, I know when I was a kid, I forgot what class I was in, 
but they had a little like, oh, here's, oh no, it was the school. They had a little fake like, who would you vote for for president? And it mm-hmm. was like, uh, fucking, this was the timeline where it was like, oh, I think it was Clinton versus, um, not Gore, uh, Dole, Bob Dole, or one of, one of those dudes. I'm um, Bob Dole. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was like that. And I was like, oh, this is cool. You know, I had no idea who the hell they were, you know, I just knew Clinton cause he was already the president. Um, and that was like the furthest, you know, news wise, like growing up, like my parents didn't really watch the news, mm-hmm. um, at all. Like if anything, they watched local news, but so I never really had this issue, but it, for me personally, I know she might be a little bit stricter with what our kid watches, but for me, it's like if they were to watch the news or any, anything adult orientated, I would orient. Sorry, I'm still trying to wake up. <laughs> I would want to be there to answer their questions or tell them like, oh, see, like that's not right. You know, if it was something that is dealing with their age group, like current issues that have been happening recently mm-hmm. with children. Yeah. I would probably not want that to be shown to them. That's true. Just like, you know, to an extent, I wouldn't want them. Like, it's reality, right? Like, we would need to teach our kids, like, hey, like, a situation like this could happen to any of any of them, you know? But at the same time, you would want to make sure to be there and support them instead of just, you know, them watching the news, them going to school and being scared. Right. Right. Like you would need to be there and be like, hey, like this does happen. It's not often, but if it does, here's some tools to get through it. You know, like just be a supportive parent, you know? And I mean, this person is right in the sense that news doesn't show anything like super violent, but something that is just as violent as seeing gore is, um, bias especially political bias mm-hmm. you know i was brought up to be open-minded to everything right and that's kind of the scary thing is that you know a lot of these news outlets that's what makes them money is by getting people indoctrinated no matter what party you're in or whatever it is they're there to persuade you and as a child they're very easily persuaded probably more than a adult Mm-hmm. so i mean that's when you as a parent need to be there and just like show your side of you you know mm-hmm. unless you agree with the news and that's a little different but this person obviously doesn't sound like they agree with the news that their partner watches which probably is another bigger issue that we're not seeing here but you know that, it's, that's it's my something big issue we need to sit down and talk about it yeah, I, I think that's my giant issue is the fact that like, okay, if you disagree with the news that your partner is watching, that probably means that you guys might have differing views on the world. And that's totally fine. You know, some couples can make that work. But with how divided some of our political views are lately, then, you know, like, what mm-hmm. are they? Are they watching Fox News and you are not a Fox News, you know, affiliate or like a fan of it? then that probably means that you are on completely opposite sides of the spectrum. 
And that's going to cause some really major issues, you know, later on in life, especially right now. Like, I feel like the way the political climate is, like, being that divided is very tough. And then now you're going to bring up a kid that way, too. You know, like, it's it's very strange, very different. Like, in the past, you could have a Republican husband and a Democratic wife or vice versa or whatever and probably be fine. But the way things are right now, it's probably a little bit tougher than that. And I mean, I don't even enjoy watching Fox News because or some of these more radicalized news stations because of just how ridiculous they are, you know, and then having a seven year old being brought up with that ridiculousness and thinking that's how the worldview is, then I think that's a problem. Maybe a healthy compromise would be to not just watch one news station, but to flip it between a couple of them so you can see the story from different perspectives then that would might be kind of interesting. And uh, like going back to the rated R movie stuff, like I watched movies when I was younger, uh, you know, rated R movies when I was about the same age as well with my parents. And the thing is, is that like he even says it too, that they are basically vetting the movies that he is watching. So it's all movies that they've seen before and they've deemed it probably okay for them to watch, you know? And I think that's a very important part. Like you can't vet the news. You don't know what crazy thing that they're going to say beforehand. But if you've seen Terminator, you know, eh, it's just Terminator, right? It's not going to be the end of the world. So mm-hmm. I, I think that's another big part there that needs to be kind of focused in on. And I find it really interesting that um, according to Reddit so far, this poster is being considered an asshole for, you know, not wanting the, his kid to watch the news. And you got to think about the time frame, too. Like, I think that a lot of people are focusing on just the news as a broad scope, right? News as a whole, that's probably okay. It's not going to hurt anybody. But news as of 20 hours ago, I don't want my elementary school's, like, student or child to be watching about some of the shootings that are going on right now and then going to school and, like, being traumatized by that. Like, I wouldn't want that right now. Like, this is still very new, So, I mean, I could see like where like just knowing the news is important. That's fine. But it's it's pretty. It's a lot. It's a lot to kind of take Someone brought up a good point is that news is also different in different areas of the world. You know, like in Europe, it's very different. Like they will show things, but they give you a warning if it's inappropriate or they also isn't a bias in the news. And even more so from just this comment, but knowing from like my cousin in Germany, like they've even said it like over there, like, you know, there's multiple different parties and they all have a say. There's not one party or one channel for one party and then they radicalize it, right? Mm-hmm. Like they're, they do it in an unbiased way. They talk about it and that's it. And if you want a biased view, you know, there's, websites you can go to there's there's different ways of getting your biasm in when it's not on the local news yeah so it's like like if news was like that where they it wasn't radical then i mean maybe it wouldn't be so bad but with the way news has always been in this country like it's just (laughs) you need to be there to correct things for your kid i'm basically just going back to that point yeah like yeah, if you let your kid watch Saw, granted, everything on the news might seem harmless, but at the same time, like, the news is real, and mm-hmm. Saw is not. 
Yeah, and I think it really depends on what country you're in too. Because like, have you seen like <clears throat> news from Mexico? Like that is sometimes those stories are very oh, terrifying. Yeah. Like they actually will show like dead bodies on the street that just got gunned down yeah. and the reporters are there before the police or the, you know, the medical, like it just the, like the paramedics and everything like, and it's just bodies and it's just on live news. Like it, that, that is intense. That's hard to watch. But like if, if they are here in America, like, yeah, we need to be cautious of that because I mean, if you look at it too, like for instance, Fox news, we come back to that. It's Fox news entertainment. That's the full title of it. Right. And I feel like I've mentioned that before, like it is still an entertainment industry. So and Mm -hmm. it's not like just I think that's where people get into that that issue or fall in line with that or or fall into that problem of thinking that because it says news, this is factual. But they are hyper realizing or like making it more like they're elaborating on things to fit within the scope of their general view or where their political party lands you know things like that so it they're able to kind of bend the truth a little bit to make their story sound more believable or more real in that sense and yeah that's where it comes into play where if they are you are going to allow your child to watch the news then you need to really moderate the news and be there to you know help answer questions set things straight give them the other side of the story and uh, things like that so I think that's very important. Despite where your political views may land, giving your child a chance to actually learn about both sides of the argument is incredibly important. So. But anyway, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Thank you guys so much for listening in. And we will catch you all next week with the next set of more on ethical dilemmas brought right to your ear holes. <laughs> But yeah, until then, uh, bye for now. Bye.